I think my first round picks align with most people first round picks. When you look at the three, six and the two, seven matchups in both conferences, I expect Denver to beat the jazz, the Celtics to beat the Sixers, the Clippers to beat the Mavs and the defending champ raps to beat the Brooklyn Nets. The only thing that might be different between me and other people is I've got some of these series going longer than most. I think the jazz stay in there and make it a six game series. I've got the Sixers making that series a six-game series. I've also got the Mavs winning two versus the Clippers to make that a six-game series. The only series that I think is going to be a sweep or I expect to be a sweep is the Raptors versus those really pesky, hard-nosed net squads, which, by the way, Karis LeVert, he can ball. He can flat-out ball. Yesterday in the 134-110 loss, he looked Kind of like Jason Kidd, breaking people down off the dribble. 15 points, 15 assists, 7 rebounds. They got a big game from Jared Allen. Joe Harris played well. Garrett Temple. And TLC came off the bench and gave them 26. I like what the Nets have depth-wise. Imagine these guys being your rotation slash reserves once you get back a healthy Kevin Durant. Kyrie and Dimwitty. On paper alone, you think the Nets are going to be in the conference finals. But the way sports plays out, I'll say this if the Nets can stay healthy next season, along with the chemistry between Kyrie and the rest of the players, because you've got four guys who play with the ball in their hand. Maybe the only guy that can play without the ball consistently is Durant. But Dimwitty, Levert, and Kyrie. They're all at their best when the ball is in their hand. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic for next season. But no surprises in any of these series or none of these results. That said, you're going to hear my picks on the other side of the break. What I was impressed with was the effort Donovan Mitchell made, 57 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. He was a beast. But Jamal Murray ultimately was the difference, coming up with 36 points, nine assists. Talent-wise, I've said this a million times, Jamal Murray is an all-star who seems like he could go to a superstar level. This isn't about his talent. What's always held him back was consistency. And the reason why I think this will end up being a six-game series is as talented as the Nuggets are and as deep as they are, they let you back in games. They lose leads. And What's more likely, Jamal Murray going for another 36-9 and or Jamal Murray getting you 16 or 17 or 5 from 17 shooting from the field? I watched the Nuggets, and I've watched them over the last three or four years as they develop. The talent, again, is not up for debate. But the consistency, and Joker's their best player, but he's not an alpha. He doesn't have an alpha personality. Jamal Murray is more of an alpha than Joker. And Michael Porter Jr., I don't know if he's an alpha, but you can tell he wants it. He wants to be that dude. If they ever put it all together, never mind winning a first-round series, the Denver Nuggets are going to go to the finals if they should ever put it all together. That's how much talent they have at their disposal. That said, I think it's a six-game series because of the lack of consistency. The same could be said Celtics versus Sixers. I told you before, when you've got four guys that can create for themselves and others, you've got a problem. 
The Celtics have Tatum, Brown, Kemba, and Gordon Haywood, who did suffer an ankle injury. Hopefully he'll be good enough to go for game two. But I'm going to give respect to the Sixers in this in this way. Even without Ben Simmons, you still have Joel Embiid. 26 and 16 are good numbers, but he needs to go 35, 40, and 20. And I think the Sixers, his teammates, not Brett Brown, but his teammates will push him. I think he will win at least two games. I like what they got from Alex Burks. Shake Milton was okay. Josh Richardson played a really good game on both sides of the floor. I think this series will go six. The Clippers, for all their talent, inconsistent. There's no chemistry, no continuity. What I see is a team that should be the best wing defending team in the NBA. And I haven't seen that kind of defense, not from Kawhi, not from PG, and certainly not from Patrick Beverly. I actually thought Luka frustrated Patrick Beverly in the game last night because he had no problems scoring on him at will. If Przingis doesn't fa- get thrown out the game during the altercation on his second tech, I think the Mavs are up 1-0. It's one of the reasons why I have this series going six because of the Clippers' inconsistency and the Mavs' ability to make shots. <laughs> When you look at the first round matchups in the Eastern Conference, this is really the separation between the East and the West because the back end of the West will compete. They may win one, even two games and make it a series versus the East where you've got the Bucks, the number one seed versus the number eight seed Magic. I've got the Bucks sweeping that 4-0. I'd be shocked if the Magic got one game. When you look at Giannis and his supporting cast, while I still question them going up against teams like the Celtics or the Raptors, they have more than enough firepower to beat the Magic. Nick Vucevic, talented player, but he's going to have his hands full trying to match up with Giannis. That's a 4-0 series. Pacers versus Heat, the 4-5 matchup. This is an interesting matchup, even without Sabonis. I really do think the Pacers are going to make this at least a six-game series. Love Jimmy Buckets. I love what Bam is doing, the young shooters that are surrounding them. you got that winning edge, the guy that can do a little bit of everything, the veteran proving in the playoffs with Iguodala coming off the bench for the Heat. But the Pacers are sneaky good. When you look at what they're getting from T.J. Warren, the production they're getting from Miles, along with Holiday. Holiday brothers have played well for the Indiana Pacers. Doug McDermott, Dougie Buckets has played well. He shot the ball well. I always keep going back to what it looks like on paper. If you just take a glance, the heat should sweep. But basketball is not played on paper. And... I think Nate McMillan's team is one of the better defensive teams in the NBA. If they can slow down pace, get into the Heat shooters, this is a six-game series. I'm still picking the Heat, but I've got Miami in six. In the 3-6 matchup, Celtics at three, Sixers at six, minus Ben Simmons. On the plus side, if you're the Sixers, still got Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, 
Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Shake Milton. You have talent and you have size advantage. The Sixers need to pound the boards and they need to pound the ball inside with Embiid. And Al Horford has to be productive coming off the bench at the five spot as well. If they're able to slow down Boston's wings, I'm talking about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, along with Gordon Haywood, the Sixers can make this a series. Do I think they're going to be able to slow them down? I don't. I think even if Boston's not shooting well, Tatum, Brown, and Hayward's ability to put the ball on the floor, along with Kimball Walker, they'll get to the foul line. I think they'll find different ways to generate offense. Joel Embiid could average 40 points a game in this series, and I don't think it'll be enough unless a second player on the Sixer goes off. In the 2-7 matchup in the East, defending champ Raptors, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet, Mark Gasol, Serge, Siakam, OG Anubi, that squad, Norman Powell, the Raptors are deep, they're talented, they're on a mission, and they're playing the Nets. This is where we go back to the difference between the two conferences. This is a sweep. If you love basketball, the matchup of the Blazers and the Lakers could be one of the more exciting first-round series in the NBA playoffs. That said, all of these people who think the Lakers are in trouble or that Portland might actually win this series, pump the brakes, fall back a little bit. I'm a big Dame Lillard fan. Love CJ. I'm one of those people. Go back. It's been a little bit over a year. I did a show talking about what Melo could still do for a team. So it's great to see him be a great catch-and-shoot player, still be effective in the post, enjoy seeing the development of Gary Trent Jr. The Blazers are a very good team. And, and in a normal year, the, if they weren't nicked up with injuries, they're probably a fourth or fifth seed. That said, and I, I agree with anybody that says the Blazers can score with anybody. There's no debate. Here's the catch. They don't play defense. They don't play enough defense to beat the L.A. Lakers in a series. They just don't. They're, they're not a good defensive team in general, but now you're talking about stopping LeBron James, A.D., playoff mode, motivated. I think the Lakers are ready to go. You can get into the what the role players need to do in terms of making open shots what Kyle Kuzma needs to become in these playoffs as a third option, maybe average between 18 and 20 points a game. I agree with all those assessments. The only way this becomes a series, and, and what I mean is, do I think the Blazers can get one win? Yes. Damian Lillard can go off, and when he's on, you're, you're not going to stop him. And when he's shooting the way he's been shooting leading up to the playoffs, Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, shot blocking is not a factor because he's launching from 30 to 35 feet. There are no shot blockers out there. 
when I look at the 1-8 matchup in the West, I'm happy that the Blazers made it into, into the playoffs. I'm happy that, if nothing else, what the Blazers will do is they'll push the Lakers and they'll make the Lakers take their games up to another level. But this isn't a seven-game series. At best, this is a five-game series. I'm going Lakers in five. In the 4-5 matchup, you've got the Rockets and the Thunder. If Russell Westbrook was in the lineup and he's 100% with James Harden, Eric Gordon, and the rest of that crew, especially Robert Covington, one of the best 3 and D guys in all of the NBA, I would take the Rockets. But Russ is going to be out for at least a game and maybe two. And this was going to be a tight series either way. With Chris Paul's ability to control pace, shot make, and create for his teammates, along with Shea Gilders Alexander, and people sleep on Dennis Schroeder, who has a real chance to be sixth man of the year. And don't sleep on Gallo. I've talked to you about Danilo Gallinari can shoot the three, but where Gallo gets you is he takes you off the dribble and he gets to the foul line. I think the Thunder win this series in six games. In the 3-6 matchup, Nuggets versus Jazz, they're playing right now. They're in overtime. So let me just make my pick. I think the Nuggets win this series in six. A lot of my friends and others have said they think it's over in four or five. Look, if I base my thoughts on just talent, on talent alone, I would tell you that the Denver Nuggets would sweep the Utah Jazz. The best version of the Nuggets can make this a four-game series. But that's the thing. They can be Jekyll and Hyde. The Nuggets could be a team that goes all the way to the NBA Finals, or they could find a way to self-destruct late in games and lose in the first round. Now, I don't think Utah has the firepower to beat them in a series, but I do think with Donovan Mitchell, with an improved Gorbert, getting Conley back to go with a Jordan Clarkson and how they're coached and the pace that they play at, the Jazz will find a way to make this a series, even though they're outgunned versus this young, talented Nuggets team. The biggest news, though, is the NBA is back and we're in the playoffs. And on a side note, for all you football people out there, and I love football too, I just haven't been watching it the last couple of seasons and if you've been listening, you know why. But Madden comes out next week. That's where I'll get my football from. Look, I'm going to watch tonight's game. I'm going to root for my squad, enjoy all the competition. And then the next episode, we'll get into what we saw over the first couple of games in the NBA playoffs. Appreciate all the love. It's the Cypher. Next time. <laughs>